Wilson Hall presents The oldest and strongest emotion of mankind is fear. Fight! London! New York! Shanghai! Egypt! Australia! Kenya! Cornwall! That is not dead which can the name's Elias. Jackson Elias. Catching up with a friend of mine. The Black Pharaoh. He comes tonight. A globe-trotting race against the darkness. <laughs> now, my friend, you'll feel the lick of the bloody tongue. The Painted Lady. The Black Wind. Is masks of Nialato Tap With Nick Marsh as the keeper of arcane lore. Well, well something gentlemen goes, anyway. and lady, welcome back to Masks of Nialato Tap. Enter. Um, well, delve further into. Um, Africa. If I was thinking, you know how the Vietnamese, uh, in, the soldiers in Vietnam referred to themselves as in-country? Well, I thought as mm. you're staying within the continent of Africa, we could now refer to you all as in-continent um, for, for the remainder of this session. Well, well the, the, the first week or so. I mean, no, be, be fair, we've just come from Egypt, where we were probably also in-continent. <laughs> I was say, yes. but, but now we have uh, a different microflora to get used to. Yeah, there's um, a limit to how long that one can run. We, uh, well, it depends how much you We, did you say? Um, we are entering, uh, presumably you're going to Kenya, otherwise it's going to be a very short session. No, we're going to Kenya. Uh, whatever you like, it's not what the locals called it, so it doesn't really matter. Um, (laughs) Well, has that ever been a concern? Well, I would like to preface the session with an acknowledgement that, that, I mean, this is, the Kenyan colony in the 1920s was just explicitly racist and built so deliberately from the ground up by the British. What was all that Um, useful stuff, though, which they have the inconsiderate nature to live on? Well, there wasn't even a ton of minerals or anything. It was basically just a way of getting to the minerals in Uganda. Um, I mean, the fact that the British were slightly less shitty than... um, the Belgians in the Congo. This is not hard. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not, not an excuse, hard. really, is um, it? I would like a tacit yeah. acknowledgement here of the, the, just the sheer racism. Uh, and more than any place you've ever visited in masks, I mean, this is it's basically designed to create indentured servitude for a whole population. Um, there's pretty nasty stuff, which I don't want to uh, dwell on too much, but I would like to acknowledge at the beginning, however much fun we have in Kenya, it was a pretty awful uh, and the British were absolutely awful in, in the 1920s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And let's be fair, not only in the 1920s. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, it went on till the 60s. And then, uh, anyway. A good 30 or 40 years after. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a proud tradition which has been kept up for. Well, time. they weren't necessarily. We, I don't want to say we, it wasn't me, was it? But the British yeah. weren't necessarily any. Sh- they were actually shittier there than a lot of other places. <laughs> but but mm, no shittier yeah. than elsewhere in Africa, I suppose. Um, anyway, there we are. With that out of the way, let's have some fun. Yeah, um, yeah I, th- I think we might go back to New York. What, uh, what's everybody else there? Well, why are you going to Kenya? That was right. Why are we going to Kenya? 
it's a good question. The end of last session, you thwarted the resurrection of Nitocris, and we will... Yeah, well, there we are. Um, but you also realised that was kind of the local plan of the cult. There was a broader uh. plan, um, which the the cult of the Black Crow is only peripherally involved. Um, and, oh, we've lost I think we've just lost Roger. I think he's recreating Rabbit's foot fleeing in terror at this realisation. That was good. He went insane towards the end of the session. Which is what happened in the session. Mm. Um, Welcome back, Roger. You went, it all went very slow and then stopped, and I, so I assumed it was my problem, and it appears to be. If it happens again, I'll switch, switch machines. Uh, well, exactly, yes. But it is a bit warm for us all, isn't it? My computer's been slightly funny. Um, so. Anyway, um, you thwarted the resurrection of Nitocris, but you discovered in a bar relief in a temple carved 4,000 years before... Um, what you consider a civilised society ever arose. There was um, a picture of what you discovered was an eclipse that would travel across the Indian Ocean in a, a curvy oh. curvy shape, as eclipses do, given the curvy nature of the Earth. That was when we were basically running and hiding from um, the bloke on the throne. The black pharaoh himself, as you discovered, an avatar of your foe, Neal Atatet. Um, there is going to be... An... Well, well, you say foe, but I recall we were negotiating at one point. <laughs> well, I know I was downstairs stabbing things, but, you know, the fellows were up there actually doing a little bit of negotiation. Yeah, but the, the negotiation didn't go perfectly, so uh, it turns out... Anyway, I seem to remember Timbers didn't necessarily do brilliantly at that point. I, I feel that some of us, at least, you know, have now have something against him. Uh, he, yes, for example, I'm dead. Against him, his <laughs> internal organs strewn across the side <laughs> of the Black Sphinx, who also cropped up towards the end of last episode. Um, yeah, but you uh. discovered uh, also. Um, well, so there is a eclipse, and there were three places of power that seem important. One of which is somewhere deep in Kenya. One of which is uh, somewhere in the middle of the Indian Ocean. Uh, and one of which is in. We the can't South. go there. Sorry, in by, by the uh, um, uh, by the Indian back. Ocean. I of course mean Australia. Um, <laughs> and one of them is in somewhere in the South China Sea. Sorry, uh, by the in the middle of the Indian Ocean, you mean yes. Australia? Yes. Yeah. It's. Uh, it's. Uh, I, I've updated my geographical. This map is really very cheap. Uh, yeah, it's going to be three. The places it's pretty of low res not to work. have Australia show off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's quite an old map. By, <laughs> by gems uh, embedded uh, in the uh, in the, in the, the wall. Yes, you yes. also learned uh, that the bar relief nearby it was translated by your ally, Doctor Ali Kafour, played by Christopher Lee, as you'll recall. Um, It'd be great if that's what his name translated to. Middle East and Christopher Lee, yeah. Um, uh, he warned you that the bar relief said it prophesied the coming of the child of Nial Atatep. Um, sometime Ooh. in the middle of 1925, there about. married. Early to mid-1925. And it would happen in the mountain of the Black Wind. Um, and his coming would... Um, be accompanied by uh, immense and really rather rubbish destruction. Um, I'd paraphrase it. It may not have been the best. Um... 
Uh, sorry, I'm getting a, a, paint, a leg paint update. Um, he may not have been the best uh, translator. So that is one of the reasons you're heading to Kenya, because you've heard of the Mountain of the Black Wind. Um, you have encountered the Cult of the Bloody Tongue, or two of you have, which would be Campion and Rabbit's Foot, the only remaining uh, surviving members of the original uh-huh. expedition. <laughs> um, uh, and you're also following... No, no, hang on, hang on. Um, no, no, of course, because... Uh, yeah, we... we um, Frankie wasn't with us. Frankie didn't join us till with you. England. I mean, yeah. Frankie was alive at that point, but I guess you all were. Frankie hasn't died yet. And you... Played are also following in the footsteps of the Carlisle expedition. Um, the Carlisle yeah, it all gets a bit dubious in Africa, doesn't it, with them? Well, so what happened is they were in Egypt uh, on a dig. Um, you discovered they went into the Bent Pyramid and came out somewhat disturbed or, or different. Hypatia mm. um, Masters looked um, uh, ill. Um, mm. Aubrey Penhew, the Egyptologist, looked younger. Um, they performed some ritual you've discovered that wasn't the official story of course then they decided to go to kenya for a holiday they went to mombasa they went to mombasa and then they went on to the center of kenya um where upon they, they were, were murdered, all in a, murdered they were all murdered in a clearing in the Aberdare forest um Aberdare? again not do what we the know that? call it um you do um, are you sure that's not in wales yeah i think it's in wales <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say Aberdare. it's definitely in welsh it's yeah. named the Aberdare Forest after the British um, gentleman Aberdare, who was the first one to see it and decided, well, the first one of any note, <laughs> presumably, to see it and name it. The first it, white finger to point at it while its <laughs> owner says, what's mm-hmm. that called then? Yes, exactly. <laughs> now, I can't um, pronounce that, we'll just call it after me. <laughs> now, there's going to be a slightly... Uh, you have also been joined by Larry Belgrave. Now, you may be suspicious of him, uh, and I don't mind you role-playing a bit suspicious. I'd rather you did accept him into the party, however, when, in some when way. When did Larry join us? Larry has just joined you. So today is the morning of the 22nd of April, 1925, the morning after the night 25. before. Um, so so we probably just, need a bit of a rest. You may, so I would like to know what your plan is um, from here. Uh, before we do that, though, I'd like you to go through rather tediously the handouts you've had which mention Kenya because it will set you up well yeah the, uh, uh, right where the hell are those I will drop a link uh, can anybody will... remember if I've still got that fake hand grenade or am I going to have to still, make another one you've still got the fake hand still got <laughs> I threw the real hand grenade and some yeah. dynamite um, which did right. for a cat demon as well as one of your compound grenades yeah well, okay, on, look, I... on the plus side you've got something to remind you of timbers he helps you make that hand grenade. I've got something to remind me what the fact that he's a, a, a micron thin layer of it coats <laughs> off my body. Well, yeah. The grenade went off, there's been a little bit of timbers in all of us. Mm. I don't I've think I've got anything on Kenya apart from... I, I will show. I've, I've put them all together in one handy folder. Um, I've got the I Egypt will, stuff. Which I and will, the Cairo stuff. I'll now York. drop here. I'd, I think it'd be helpful... If you all read out a bit, um, just, just oh, my yeah. own. I can't see it. Nothing else. I've just dropped it into the the link there. Yeah, but um, yeah, but, but I'm on my iPad. I can't see it. Yeah, right. It'll have to be the the, the men do the talking. It will indeed. Uh, right. Well, that's usually Kenya. how it goes, isn't it? Um, 
and then we can see if I can find a small you're doing in Egypt and how you're moving on and that sort of thing. I'll explain the first one. The first picture, the copy of A8, is um, what was carved into Jackson Elias's forehead Mm. when he was separated from somebody. That's why there's a hairline on the picture. That's right. Um, Okay. You discovered in New York, this is the symbol of the bloody tongue. Um, Oh, that was just before um, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie started shooting everybody. Mm. That's right, yes, and he didn't really stop until he, he hit a Stella quite quickly. Yeah. Um, um, so the next one, Stella. which is um, A11, uh, August the 8th, 1924, Nairobi. Uh, dear Jonah, big news, there is a possibility uh, that Jesus, it's, it's one really? of the most difficult ones. <laughs> yeah. This is that, a letter from uh, Jackson to his publisher, Jonah Kensington. Yeah, the not all members of the Carlisle expedition died. I have a lead. Though the authorities here uh, deny the cult angle, the natives. Thank you. Uh, natives I thought that said Yes, that's, that's, that's what I, I was reading it as. Uh, the matinee sings, sing, sing a different <laughs> tune. So you really have to see both shows to get the full experience. <laughs> you wouldn't believe the stories. Some juicy notes coming your way. Uh, this one may make us all rich. Blood, Blood and kisses. kisses. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jay. Yeah, it deserves a big now, this is a really long hand. You probably want to read it paragraph by paragraph between you. Uh, shall I stop then? These are the Nairobi notes that Jackson Lice made whilst he was in Kenya. Set one of the Nairobi notes sets forth the offices, officials and tribes which Elias visited, searching for material concerning cults and cult rituals. Elias mentions Roger Corridon, the condonial undersecretary for internal affairs. However, he notes that nothing conclusive was learned. Elias discounts the official version of the Carlisle Massacre. Set 2 describes his trip to the massacre site. He notes particularly that the earth there is completely barren and that all the tribes of the region avoid the place, saying it is cursed by the god of the black wind, whose home is the nearby mountaintop. Anyone? Set three? Set three. Oh, sorry, interview I'm with a Johnston Kenyatta, who says that the Carlisle murders may have been performed by the cult of the Bloody Tongue. Oh, he says that the cult is reputedly based in the mountains, and that its high priestess is, part of, is a part of the Mountain of the Black Wind. Okay. Um, Elias is politely sceptical, but Kenyatta insists upon the point. In quotes, Elias recalls that regional tribes fear and hate the Bloody Tongue, that tribal magic is of no protection against the cult, and that the cult's god is not of Africa. How about Gatling guns? They have any protection against the cult. <laughs> Webley, uh, that's all you need, and obviously, you know, 2,000 soldiers behind you. Set 4 follows up on the Kenyatta interview. Elias confirms several good sources, from several good sources, that the bloody tongue exists, though he finds no first-hand evidence of it. He did eventually at, at discover this point. it close to the end of his life. <laughs> Tales include children stolen. Oh, sorry, pop up. I've just got to dismiss that. Children stolen for sacrifice and creatures with great wings are said to come down from the mountain of the Black Wind to carry people off. The cult worships a god known to unknown to folklorists, one fitting no traditional African pattern. Elias lists 
Sam Mariga Railway Station, Neville German, Dr. Starrett, Lieutenant Selkirk, and Colonel Endicott as people he questioned. Set five is a single sheet reminding Elias that the Cairo-based portion of the Carlisle itinerary must be examined carefully. He believes that the reason which prompted Carlisle's um, Kenyan side trip is on the Nile. Set six is a long interview with Lieutenant Mark Selkirk, leader of the men who actually found the remains of the Carlisle expedition. Importantly, Selkirk says that the bodies were remarkably undecayed for the length of time which they lay in the open. Almost as if decay itself wouldn't come near the place. <coughs> Secondly, the victims had been torn apart, as if by animals, though what sorts of animals would pull apart bodies so systematically he, he could not guess. Unimaginable. Inexplicable. Selkirk agrees that the Nundies may have had something to do with the episode, but suspects that the charges against the ringleaders were trumped up. It wouldn't be the first time, he says simply. Finally, Selkirk confirms that no Caucasians were found among the dead, only the corpses of the Kenyan bearers were scattered across the barren plain, despite what was claimed at the inquest. Set seven is another single sheet. Elias ran into Nails Nelson at the Victoria Bar in Nairobi. Nelson had been a mercenary for the Italians on the Somali-Abyssinian border, and had escaped into Kenya after double-crossing his employers. Nelson was in... Nelson claimed to have seen Jack Brady alive in Hong Kong less than two years before Elias was in Kenya and long after the Kenyan courts declared that Brady and the rest of the expedition were dead. Uh, Brady was friendly, though guarded and taciturn. Nelson didn't press the conversation. This report only strengthened Elias' belief that the principal members of the expedition might still live. Set 8 discusses a possible structure for the Carlisle book, but is mostly featureless, with entries like Tell What Happened and Explain Why. How are you, So, uh, I mean, you, you can tell this is written by someone who writes things, can't you? Yeah, he, he's, he's written that, and then he's gazed out of the window for a while, tapping a pencil against his chin, hasn't he? Mm. Then he's checked Twitter. Then... <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll read uh, TE6. And this is a set of, uh, the next ones are all sets of newspaper articles um, uh, about the Carlisle expedition. Carlisle departs Egypt. Cairo. So you're you're missing out the date and that kind of stuff then, are you? Uh, it might this be is important. from the New York Pillar, Riposte, July 4th, 1919. Thank you. So Aubrey Penhew, temporary spokesman for the Carlisle expedition, indicated on Thursday that the leaders are taking ship to East Africa for a well-earned rest. So Aubrey debunked rumours that the expedition had discovered clues to the legendary wealth of the lost mines of King Solomon, maintaining that the party was going on safari in respite from our sandy labours. <laughs> Sandy if you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> and I think you know. <laughs> uh, um, uh, Do you think that was an in-joke? It, it didn't help that as I was doing the voice, I was thinking of Jacob Rees-Mogg for some reason. Anyway, um, Roger wow. Carlyle, wealthy New York leader of the expedition. I feel like I torpedo my own sense of horror. I feel so like maybe I'm yeah. even worse. Anyway, Roger Carlyle, wealthy New York, New York leader of the expedition, was unavailable for comment still suffering from his recent sunstroke. Discussing that unfortunate incident, local experts declared Egypt entirely too hot for Anglo-Saxons at this time of year and suggested that the young American had not been well served by his democratic enthusiasm rumoured to have led him to personally wield pick 
and shovel. <laughs> yeah, what you're supposed to do is the dynamite. Mm. <laughs> uh, shall I read important visitors? Uh, yes, go ahead. New York Better Repost, July 31st, 1919. Uh, Le- Mombasa Reuters, leading members of an American archaeological expedition arrived here on holiday from digs in, the, in Egypt's Nile Valley. Our Undersecretary, Mr. Royston Whittington, held a welcoming dinner for them at Collingswood House, where the wit of Sir Aubrey Pennew, expedition co-leader, was much in evidence. Now, come, Dean, Sir Aubrey of the youthful... <laughs> the youthful financier, Roger Carlyle, and medical doctor, Robert Houston, as well as socialite, Miss Hypatia Masters. The party leaves inland today for Nairobi and hunting. Carlisle Expedition Feared Lost. This is from the New York Pillar Repost, October 15th, 1919. Mombasa, Reuters. Upland's police representatives today asked for public assistance concerning the possible disappearance of the Carlisle Expedition. No word of the party has been received in nearly two months. The group includes wealthy playboy Roger Carlisle and four other American citizens. They aren't terribly important, as well as Egyptologist Sir Aubrey Penhew of the United Kingdom. The expedition left Nairobi on August 3rd, ostensibly on safari, but rumour insisted that they were actually they actually were after legendary biblical treasures. Carlisle and his party reportedly intended to explore portions of the Great Rift Valley to the northwest of Nairobi. Uh, Ah, Carlisle arrives in Africa. Erica Carlisle. Erica Carlisle arrives in Africa. Uh, Mombasa, Reuters. Uh, New York Pillar of Post, March 11th, 1920. Erica Carlisle arrives in Africa. Mombasa, Reuters. In response to clues, Miss Erica Carlisle, sister to the American leader of the Lost Carlisle Expedition, arrived in port today aboard the Egyptian vessel Fount of Life. They shouldn't really have called it the Lost Carlisle Expedition. You're asking tr- trouble from the start, yeah, right? Yeah, it's, it's inauspicious, <laughs> isn't it? They added a bit of excitement to it, but you're right. Better than the doomed Carlisle <laughs> <laughs> The ill-fated Carlisle um, Several Kikuyu villager reports recently uh, have been received concerning the putative massacre of unnamed whites near the Aberdare Forest. Miss Carlisle declared her intention to find her brother and possibly strangle him. Regardless of the effort needed, she brought with her the nucleus of a large expedition. Detailing agents to coordinate supply and other activities with colony representatives, Miss Carlisle and the remainder of her party depart for Nairobi tomorrow. Her companion, Miss Victoria Post, indirectly emphasised Miss Carlisle's purposefulness by recounting the rigours of the voyage. Oh. <coughs> right then. <coughs> Carlisle Massacre Confirmed, New York Pillar, Repost, May the 24th, 1920. Nairobi, Reuters. The massacre of the long-missing Carlisle expedition was confirmed today by district police representatives. Roger Carlisle, New York's rollicking playboy, is counted amongst the dead. Good second mention there. (laughs) To be fair, he's a bit less rollicking now. Uh, authors uh, blame hostile uh, Nandi Tribesman for the shocking murders. Remains of at least two dozen expedition members and bearers are thought found in a remote uh, region of the Aberdare Forest. Erica Carlyle, uh, Roger Carlyle's sister and apparent heiress of, to the Carlyle family fortune, led the dangerous search for her brother and his party. 
she credited uh, Kikiyu. Kikiyu, yeah. Kikiyu, yeah. Okay. Kikiyu tribesman for the discovery. The police actually found the site. The police were the first white men to set eyes on the site, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amongst other expedition members believed lost are Sir Aubrey Penhew, noted Egyptologist, New York socialite Hypatia Masters, and Dr. Robert Houston. Many bearers are also reported dead. <laughs> and, and some other and, and a lot of bottoms. <laughs> so she, she had, she had a, a vested interest in announcing his death, though, mm. if she is the only uh, heiress to the mm-hmm. fortune. The others who have met um, Erica can confirm there wasn't a huge amount of love lost between Erica and her sister. So she didn't seem actively evil. But no, but there was a certain amount of negotiation as to well, if you can just confirm that he's definitely dead. Yes, it was more can regardless of why he's dead, rather than oh goodness, (laughs) I'd love it if you found my brother still alive. That that crucial distinction between when I found him, he was dead, and when I left him, he was dead. (laughs) You you can fit a lot of things in there. Yes, I found your brother. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> that that um, may be taken better than the other reports. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but also one. it saves it saves her having to wait however many years it is until he's declared legally mm. dead, doesn't mm. it? Seven years. She can get out. seven years or uh, whatever. Let, let's it is face it; she, she has a much better use for all that money than he did. Yeah, yeah. Of course, he's it away on ridiculous Yeah. And one final handout: murderers hanged. Any takers? Yeah, oh, Post, June 19th, 1920, murderers hanged Nairobi writers. Five Nandi tribesmen, convicted ringleaders of the vicious Carlisle expedition massacre, were executed this morning after a short, expertly conducted trial. <laughs> really? To the end, no, tribesmen steadfastly The word fair doesn't deal. come up, but it was short and expertly conducted. <laughs> yeah. why, it does, actually, but not yet. Why they had slaughtered Mr. Carlisle and his companions. Mr. Harvey's acting for the colony cleverly implied throughout the trial that the massacre was racial in motivation and that the fair skinned victims are subject to the most <laughs> savage treatment, preventing all but the most preliminary identification of the remains. Miss Erica Carlyle, defeated in her efforts to rescue her brother, left several weeks ago, but is surely comforted now by the triumph of justice. What and a triumph it is. <laughs> we can all agree. Yes, so indeed. they are all your clues leading to Kenya. Um, and there are, I, I think, now you've been presented with the evidence, you probably agree there's a plethora of them, which is why I've researched Kenya next, so you're going there anyway. Um, <laughs> it choice. is, I was wrong, uh, I Washington, had the day slightly wrong. It's actually Saturday the 25th of April. Um, oh, it's the weekend, great, so we don't have to do anything. Oh, is it? No, hang on. That's tits. Sorry. Um, they brought it forward, didn't they? Um, okay, it's the 5th of April. How did you know? Um, it's the 5th of April, 1925. This whole can't session be. that we've been playing can't it be. Must be the 21st. It's the 21st. It's the 21st of April. No. Uh, right. Are we sure that it's 1925? Just before it's we. Okay, okay. So, so, what I can say, um, we went to the dig site. Originally on the fifth of April. Yeah, I think it. Is. I think they brought it forwards, and I have circled the wrong day. I think that all happened last night, and it is actually the sixth of April, uh, Monday, the sixth of April, because it was supposed to happen during the dark of the moon, and they brought the ritual forwards. It so that that means this whole four years or whatever that we've been playing this campaign. <laughs> You've got the date wrong. 
no, no. It's been four months, four months and a week, three months and a week in game terms. So it's um, now the sixth of April. Okay. It's now the sixth of April. This is the morning after um, Lawrence uh, Larry. I don't know. I think he prefers Larry, um, the expert ornithologist who was uh, one of um, Jonah Kensington's authors. Also, he knew Jackson Elias a little bit, like little not bit. enough to be. Oh, my laptop's restarting. Sorry, I have no idea why. <laughs> All right, can you not stop it? Uh, no, I've just noticed it. It was on. Uh, never mind. That's that was just a couple of audacity. I know. Well, if, if you start up and you probably lost that one, but yeah, I'll do I'll do what we can. If you start a new session, Sorry. One, one, six. Oh, well, you'll just have to wait until my laptop mm. decides what the hell it's doing. I've got a white screen at the moment. Sure. So sorry. Um, Shall I do a, a quick recap of Larry? Yes, let's have a recap of Larry rather okay, than a recap so, of Larry which we'll uh, later on. Larry, who obviously speaks with a very distinctive Midwestern American accent, as you can all tell, as we my can tell, expert yeah. depiction of a Midwestern American accent. How are um, you doing? What's yeah, the matter with you? I definitely know what's that Midwest, isn't it? That's Midwest, isn't it? Um, it's Midwest, Midwest side. Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> very good. Larry is an ornithologist of the goes around the world looking for interesting birds to write about uh, type. Um, he was good friends with Jonah Kensington and is in fact following up on the murder not of Jackson Lyas, who he kind of knew, but of Jonah Kensington, who he did know. Um, was, and was quite close to. So he's, he's seen a lot of the stuff that you sent to Jonah because when he was investigating Jonah's murder. Um, so knows a bit about it, um, and knows that you are the people that were asked to carry on Jackson's work, and that that seems to be connected with things. Um, and so that's why he came to you. Um, Anyone else getting that feedback? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yes. Um, yeah. So well, stop now. Good. Yeah. Um, he's good at natural history and ornithology-related things, and also quite good with a rifle. So if somebody is, for example, pecked to death by some hellish bird, you'll be able to identify that for us. Exactly, exactly. And then shoot the bird. I've got a very appropriate beer. Mm. And he can tell the difference. He can tell the difference between a budgerigar and a bayaki or something like that. 300 yards. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Yes, because you can see a bayaki at 300 yards, (laughs) whereas a budgerigar, not so much. Um, Okay, so yes, um, you... uh, you probably want to spend a bit of time resting and healing and recovering, but it's up to you. Oh, yeah. Where you are. You're currently on the papyrus on the Nile. Uh, on the booze, I In Cairo. But if you want to spend a bit of time recuperating, or if you want to start to uh, book passage for um, Mombasa. Well, let, let let's see what we can find. I mean, Mombasa's on the coast. Presumably we can, we can pick up a steamer at Alex. Um, Ooh. Go down the uh, or do we go across yeah. to Suez and get one from? Because uh, that's um, the nearest port, isn't it? Yes, but, but that, that lacks a very important thing, which is luxury. If we if we take the <laughs> boat down to Alex, we, we can. Take um, but yeah, but we have to get a long that's way, though, isn't it? Alexandria's not that far from Cairo. Uh, I mean, everyone has a long way when you think about it. Um, you you can. That's probably the way to go, actually, from Port Said um, near Alexandria, um, and then get. Uh, the closest thing to a luxury liner, I mean, you're not talking New York 
to London here, but there are some mm. slightly more opulent tram steamers. <laughs> um, oh, no, hang on. There um, are some, there are some. Could you not we couldn't take the papyrus down the, down the sewers? It gets a bit rough when, once you uh, round oh, the... Uh, once you get around the end. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't go directly to... Mombasa, the Suez Canal. Um, I'd have to uh, dig out the. But uh, I mean, we we we, could, we might get no, as far no, as Djibouti. No, I'm talking about going down. I'm talking about going down the Red Sea, and then out. Yes. Yeah, uh, we, we might get as far as Djibouti, but after that, I think yeah, the weather is okay. 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 still going to be some Indian Ocean action, um, yeah. which you're. Um, okay, no, 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 no. Uh, no, it's just that um, James is rather keen on uh, the papyrus. <laughs> he, he, you know, yeah, uh, there are. There are fixed machine installations in the papyrus. <laughs> <laughs> it's served him well, and the crew has been good to you, but they're, they're not going to deal with um, ocean voyage, which is what you need next, frankly. Well, what are you lot are recuperating? I'll help with the packing. Well, I'm going to get my masks mapped. Um, yes, uh, you can You can start packing. Um, you have been gifted, in case you've forgotten, um, 12 scrolls um, described. Oh, shit. <laughs> Described really? as, really? as, as, as oh shit. Yeah, oh, I've put my uh, beer all over my calendar. Oh, so when you get to July, it's all going to get a bit hazy. Never mind. Um, <laughs> well, the rate we're going to be knocking back the illicit alcohol, I suspect that's true. Um, uh, you have been given a set of twelve scrolls by Doctor Alika Four, um, called the Alazif, um, which he <laughs> describes as a very powerful. Uh, a book of law on the things you're dealing with. Unfortunately, oh, they're in Arabic, and the one person who can speak Arabic is plastered across Damn the walls of the... Uh, uh, next character, next character. If you want to peruse any books, you also didn't loot the corpse, despite um, <laughs> despite Shim's plaintive cry of, loot my corpse, as you were running <laughs> out. <laughs> um, so you've lost some artefacts there. He did have a... True. Uh, but we're alive, had, and I, I he had an amulet. think, as trade-offs go, alive and on the verge of madness. Not explosions. Uh, it was protection from hunting horrors, but you'll never mm. know that. Um, so I'm sure there aren't going to be any mysterious, vast-winged beasts coming to snatch no. people. All we know oh, is that whatever your amulet was, okay. it didn't work. It didn't work against people separately. All we need to do is ma- make sure that uh, whatever happens, we produce an explosion that's more dangerous. The person who is most injured currently would be Campion, who um, was somewhat in the blast radius. Uh, Just about. always somewhat in the sodding Frank, blast radius. Frank, he was uh, somewhat further down and behind the altar. Uh, Campion was yeah. too, which is why he's not Eight in the same state as Shim. Um, but he, he could do with some uh, medical treatment. We're there with the army, I believe. Mm-hmm. Can I attempt some medicine? I'm not very good at it, but I'm not injured, I which I feel you. it makes me the logical. I don't person. think I'm injured, actually. I mean, there are other. You are in Cairo. I mean, you could go to a doctor. Yeah, we could get a doctor in. Uh, yeah, maybe there's one that the. Uh... Be- before we decide about that, I mean, yes, probably. Can we estimate roughly how long we would expect to take if we? take the papyrus down to Alexandria, pick up a steamer to Mombasa. Yeah, that's probably going to be the whole trip, a couple of weeks, a um, couple of days to get down to Port Said and weeks, probably okay. 12 days. It depends on what you find that is there and when they set off. But I would say on average it's going to mm-hmm. be about 12 days from Port Said to 
Yeah. Okay, so so that gives us a um, starting point. I, I think it's probably worth getting ourselves patched up as, as needed, and then we've got a bit of time to heal on, on the voyage. Yeah. Yes, out of game, you've actually been quite quick. I mean, you, you've you do know the child of Niala Set will be born some, or you've been told, prophesied, sometime in the middle of early to middle of the year. Um, whether so in uh, really, <laughs> whether in Kenya in May is rather hot, but it's also really flipping hot in Cairo. So, take your pick, really. It's hot and wet <laughs> in uh, in Kenya, mm. and hot and dry in Egypt. Yeah, it is a dry heat. There is that. Let's, let's get get get. Some well, people do keep trying to murder us in Cairo, and they don't they don't know us yet in Kenya. Yeah. <laughs> well, you say hand, that. On the other hand, we killed most of the people trying to kill us in in, in Cairo. Oh, I'm sure they'll make more. There'll be a whole new set of people in uh, in Kenya. There is a brief cut scene of a young Egyptian man arriving at a large estate in uh, Suffolk um, and tentatively knocking on the door to find that a letter has been passed ahead to expect his arrival. The cultist who you spared, um, who attacked you in Cairo a week or so ago, has finally made it to Rabbit's Foot's home. Yay! And he will begin assembling an altar immediately. He will be uh, discovering uh, the, the typical hospitality that anyone of a swarthy complexion gets in that part of the country, letter or no letter. I, in, in my head, this, this is the spin-off series, and you know he, he starts off fight, fighting the crusty old butler, and eventually they make a sort of father-son relationship about the end of season one. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's a mismatched buddy comedy. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit like when they, uh, you know, you get the the kiss with the will they, won't they, moonlighting or rest of it. As soon as it comes to that point, ratings collapse. Yeah, <laughs> I think I feel will like will, will, will him and the brother kiss? This is the question. Yeah. <laughs> well, they might do. <laughs> I, I think well, they then spin off into investigating uh, mysteries in Suffolk. But, so. What I'm saying <laughs> is, your cultist has yeah. gone to a better place. Um, right, I'm just getting the map so I can have a good look. Yeah. And possibly a fresh beer since that one's been uh, poured out. All He'll be sucking on his calendar periodically. Mm. Uh, I wonder if it tastes of dates. Mm. Mm. Um, Ask well, him. Nick would have appreciated that joke, yeah. but if I repeat, no, it, it sounds just, a bit... just, yeah. just, just tell him about it. Yeah. You know your calendar. Just suck your calendar for a minute. Why? Well, the one that you've soaked beer into. Just just give it a quick suck. I, why would I do that? Because I just asked you to. Okay. Oh my god, I can't believe you did that. <laughs> yeah. It's five pounds you all owe me. No, um... <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the, actual joke, the actual joke, if I can call it that, was uh, I was wondering if it tasted of dates. But it, it seems uh, I think I've got a bigger laugh for the other one. Yeah, actually, no, 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 uh, and obviously, um, yeah, um, you uh, will... before we leave, um, obviously, uh, Chatterton um, will be sending back um, uh, what films, uh, film bits pieces he's got that he thinks is probably safe for him to send back. Yeah. Well, you I'll tell you what, we very should do, you didn't take a film crew with you under the pyramids because that would have been some white yeah. hot action. It would have. 
It would have. And I was trying to get at least one of the... Um, Wouldn't have got the uh, lighting right, right, You would've can would've send the rest of it back to Rabbit's Foot, the state. You just ship it back to the UK. Yeah. It's not when like we all one of Val's characters. And know, the next group come along. <laughs> Another package got from Cairo, sir. Uh, I think we need to uh, to make sure that we've got some um, proper attire for the region, and mm-hmm. Cairo tailors yeah. are particularly good in that respect. Mm-hmm. They are very good, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yes. <sighs> okay, you uh, you start preparing for um, the Mombasa. Um, uh, you're aware Nairobi is much higher, much cooler, much more pleasant. Um, which is why it tends to be the capital, um, well, not tends to be, it is the capital, um, compared to Mombasa. Might want some sort of, uh, uh, I don't know, leather jerkin or something, if you're going to be uh, considering all these people that are going to be after your guts. No, I think we may possibly stretch to linen, but um, that's about the only concession we're going to make. You might want some nice bit of silk lining. Mm, silk might, might good for extracting like. the blades afterwards. You are doing an area replete with mo- mozzies too. Uh, there's not that many mosquitoes in Egypt. But there's plenty. When you okay, so it's tightly woven cotton poplin is what we're looking for here. Uh, yeah, if you like. Mm. All right. Well. And uh, a hat of some description. Roughly yeah. how long are you going to stay around in Cairo before you... Uh, well, we've got to get these suits, so it's going to be a couple of hours at least. <laughs> well, It will be bespoke after all. Not long enough for that and, and to get those who need it to the doctors. A couple of days yeah, and then we'll head, to, we'll head down river to the port. All right, I am going to roll a... Um, Do you get I'm... murdered while the tail so is... I'll give it give you a, a bonus die given that you will spend their expense presumably it, that very much depends I'm not, not familiar with this concept of <laughs> what well, of not sparing any of sparing expense um, oh, I've got to find my Cthulhu die now because I've got nice matching but I need to find the oh, Nick, Nick, the, uh, Nick. just any zero old. eight. I rolled zero eight. How would you have coped in the early days? Forty-two. When um, you hadn't got a full set of dice and you were rolling, you know, a figurine and a chess piece. Any old thing. Uh, <laughs> a chess he'd have done what the rest of us did and basically uh, coloured in those little. Um, uh, I've still got some of them, but I've lost some, so they're a full. They're not a full set, and I can't play with them. Anymore. No. Right. Um, well, if you catch them, uh, they'd probably be round get by now. D three so. hit points back, uh, Campion. Would you like me to? Uh, I think it? we all know how this is going to roll. Oh, roll well, ro- brilliant, amazing! I, I rolled I zero eight, eight on medicine, so you know. Oh, it's a shame you weren't rolling it then. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, you rock at him. Uh, you make him lick one back. calendar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, uh, what, what hit points are you down now? Five? Um, I'm on 11 now. So I'm so down the, four, I think I normally have 15. No. The burns have, uh, they weren't full thickness, they, they're just quite deep. Yeah, they've been dressed, you have been given an ointment to apply, um, and uh, if you could redress them in a few days, um, that would Surely he'll be putting butter on like any good... Uh... You know, onto a bird. 
whereupon he's immediately attacked by a pack of wild Chironese dogs. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so you will probably, as long as you take it easy, no excitement, um, you will probably uh, get better over the next two or three right. weeks. I've been doing pretty well, but after I decided to put uh, butter on the burns on my back and go for a, a bit of a siesta on one of the dunes, uh, I've been going downhill <laughs> fast. See <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah, mate. sighs> Oh dear. Okay. Uh, any anything else you want to do in Cairo before we move on? Uh, well, um, Larry, is it said that he was going to be packing, and I recommend packing the largest caliber you can. So I don't know if we need to tool up. That's large rifle. No, well, we've got lots of guns, haven't we? No, we didn't. We have some semi semi fixed fixed artillery. <laughs> yeah, fixed steel bows. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah, a little I'm... more man portable than that. They are relatively relaxed in uh, in Cairo. I mean, especially a British colony, but artillery and um, assault weapons probably not going to get well, through the board. I don't think there's any such thing as an assault weapon at this stage, so we're probably all right there. No, we actually had machine guns. Uh, yes, uh, not light those machine guns. Those aren't the same. We had. Machine guns. You must have shot an awful Yes, but, but, but sadly the army want to keep them. Yes, yeah, they, you had borrowed them. Uh, oh, we have oh, to give well, them that's back. true, yeah. <laughs> yes, they're, they're not actually known for donating um, firearms like that. They? They're very good not, at donating ammunition to other people. There mm. is actually a scheme going on at the moment. Zebras were a bit of a pest, so there's a scheme where you can get a free uh, Mauser and two uh, rounds of two. Um, uh, packs of ammunition um, and if you bring back a zebra skin they give you another pack of ammunition uh, they want you to take down a zebra with a mauser oh yeah give you a mauser rifle or the mauser pistol mauser rifle yeah basically everybody copies the Gewehr 98 mechanism because it's just the best rifle mechanism out there just no mauser pen knife it was, a genius, it was a genius scheme which led to a lot fewer zebras and a collapse of the worldwide zebra skin market. So, <laughs> uh, otherwise, it was it was perfectly. And it turns out, what is much better at keeping zebras away from your crops is a fence. But otherwise, it was a perfect... Or a possibly a, a lion breeding program. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't introduce bioquies into the environment a little bit? Yeah, well, it, it could be worse. I, I don't remember exactly when it happens, but there, there is the incident where, where the British and India are deciding there are, there are too many snakes, so we will have a bounty for snakes. Six months later, they're raiding the snake farms. <laughs> oh, well, have you just seen the, um, in America, part of America, they've got a, uh, a buyback scheme that basically you get a bounty if you turn in uh, handguns, no questions asked. And somebody turned up with um, a slightly dubious cart full of 3D printed handguns. Nobody's <laughs> quite sure how old they are. But they're still warm. But the um, the bounty is something like 150 or $190. And that, that's a little more than the cost of filament. And they don't always necessarily... great for unintended consequences. Don't necessarily have to actually work. Oh, but these would work. But even if they didn't... <laughs> So, yeah, bear in mind that they can get the firing pins quite cheap. Mm. Um, anyway, moving back to uh, maps. It's been a couple of days. It's now mm -hmm. the 8th of cool. April. Um, uh, I feel slightly refreshed. Slightly better. 
I still feel a little uncertain about this entire operation, though. Well, you're getting um, away from Greta, who you haven't heard from since... Greta's the... dead. Mm. Okay. That thing that? is not Greta, or um, Goose, depending which film you're watching. Could, uh, yeah, James might just see whether she actually, whether after the, um, um, everything that happened in the, in the pyramid, whether she actually is still ticking, shall we say? No, there's been no trace of her. She was last seen at the, in the wreckage of the, um, didn't, no, we had, didn't we hand her over to the, um, army? No, uh, she ran off into the desert in, uh, after you had defeated the, the other expedition whose name has slipped my mind, and I don't have the other book, um, uh, Clive, Clive Expedition, um, uh, she disappeared into the desert and has not, not that one, obviously, not, but not that one, um, not been heard of or from since. Okay, cool. mm. that's fine. Um, I'm probably spending a couple of days talking to people, sitting on the deck with their feet up, uh, perusing these interesting novels that someone's left lying around. Uh, by novels, do you mean mythos tomes? I mean, people talk a lot of nonsense about these things, don't they? Ooh, I don't okay. believe in any of this mumbo-jumbo, you know. Oh, well done. Dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I would say one that probably... James stays as far away from those things as possible. He, see what uh. he, he saw what happened to Timbers, he wants no truck with it. <laughs> Um, well, one that takes your, uh, peaks your, tickles your thrusset pouch is, um, Africa's Dark Sects. Um, oh, racy. We've all had a go with that. Wait till you get to Djibouti. <laughs> um, um, I don't think I've read that. No, I, do, I have got, actually, I've written it down somewhere who's, no, I had what. Um, Campion's the only one who's read that. Oh, is that the I one I read? Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think Eddie read it as well, but obviously, uh, he's dead. He doesn't count. He's dead, he. Ed's dead, baby. I think Timbers had also read it, but again. Well, dead. No, Timbers hadn't. Timbers read Light of the God. It's, it's oh, been yeah. two days and he hasn't returned as a force ghost, so I'm afraid we're going to have... This is what I'd read. I suppose he has been dispersed over a wide area. <laughs> That's true. Um... You have, uh, uh, and this is worth thinking because you're about to take a sea voyage as well. The necrotic, uh, the necrotic, the necrotic <laughs> manuscripts. <laughs> um, gloves, gloves for that one. <laughs> which is a large leather-bound manuscript. Yes, um, isn't that the one where the leather's quite dodgy? Century, written in English. Um, Frankie, you have read that. Um, I have read that uh, one. Yeah, Selection de Livre Divin, which no one has really successfully read because, well it's, in, because it's in French. Yeah, it's in okay. French, and I don't speak French. Eddie, Who speaks Eddie, French? Anyway. Eddie, Eddie did well. Yeah, you um, can have that one then. You, yeah, you, I can you speak read French. that one. Um, only Campion has read Africa's Dark Sects. I can. I might pick that one up then. I can mumble my I can way read through that. Um, German and French moderately well. Well, we'll go through that because you're about to take a long sea voyage, so we'll just get that uh, started, I guess, and then we can see what mm -hmm. what you're having a read of. But yes, you you pick up. Uh, did you you could speak French? Can you, Larry? Yeah. You're uh, perusing the Selection de Livre uh, Divan, um, which uh, I can tell you is a um, written in French by Gaspard Dunor. Uh, there was a Latin original work, and he's handwritten in a large, uh, 
octavo manuscripts bound mm-hmm. in decaying blue calfskin. So I could read the Latin. Uh, it was copied from an original Greek manuscript and is a treatise on practical magic as practiced by the Atlanteans. Hmm, that'd be some interesting in this. Okay, uh, after a couple of days. Actually, I tell you, actually, to be fair, James Wood. Um, so James is kind of looking for. James um, Woods is he in? No, no. Uh, uh, so Chatterton, there we are. Uh, is looking for a script uh, for something to um, uh, to push forward for basically uh, using in Kenya. So anything that kind of feel looks scripty, you'll have a you'll have a you'll have a bit of a. Uh, well, there's a book of terrible poetry, amongst the stones by Geoffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey. Title of it. it might be something that. Um, Surely life as a, a god. Life as a god, um, written by a lunatic about the uh, by a lunatic called Montgomery Crompton. Um, Would any of that sort of have involved Kenya? No, Africa dark. Africa's dark sects is oh, the I'm one not. that mainly mentions Kenya. Um, the Narcotic Granio script has an epic feel to it. Um, uh, written in English from the 15th century, talking about a great race of beings that lived millions of years before mankind evolved. If you haven't read it, read it, because nobody so far nobody so far has learnt contact winged ones. We've all failed to learn it, and that might be one you never know, we might need (laughs) to learn. You thought I was having dashed on taste and reading material. Hmm. Well, I'm, 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 looking, I'm looking for a script. Uh, Midwest American, as you can. Oh, I see. As you can tell by my accent. Midwest London. <laughs> um, you, uh, a few days, we'll do the books towards the end as we approach Mombasa. Mm-hmm. Um, you head a few days later to Port Said. There is a, um, uh, a slightly old and slightly, um, worn, but still very, well, as opulent as it can be, um, liner called the Ineluctable, heading towards the Ineluctable. The Ineluctable. We should all get in touch with our Ineluctable. Mm. <laughs> um, my, well. Sorry, by the way, my computer's still trying to restart because it's knackered. Oh well. Okay, we'll have to back up recording yeah. at least for you and see how it, sorry. I'll, I'll see what I can put together. Uh, and that is heading to the port of Mombasa. Uh, on the 10th and we'll arrive in Mombasa on the 21st of April. Oh. Right, so I could have just left the 21st of April on my character sheet, couldn't I, really? Because, you know, that's yeah, so where things are going to kick off again. Right. You've got <laughs> so you, you head on board. It's, it's nothing. It's not, um, it's not that wonderful, but it is... Um, it's calming and relaxing you head uh, as you say uh, through the Suez Canal down the Red Sea and then out into the Indian Ocean uh, do we get any sanity points back for this lovely right, relaxing voyage off, you on? just got a ton of sanity back you can't roll your that dicks was... either yeah I did yeah, I need, a, need to redo my, um, I need to redo my character sheet because things um, have gone up 
That said, you can occupy your time however you see fit. Um, Reading. Champion spending a lot of time just taking it easy, I guess. Trying to find Um, a way to sit without a bit of shrapnel. Um, If you're not doing much else, you can have 2d4 hit points back. That's how generous I am. 2d4? I know that's more than I should give you, but Campion's... um, Is that not a DA? Uh, no, it is different to a D8, isn't it? Well, you can have a D8 if you'd rather, but I'm offering 2D4. <laughs> I've rolled a 4 and a 3. Mm. Yay! I'm actually back to full hit points. Yay! And very dubious about what my roles in a crisis are going to be here, because um, <laughs> I've just been doing tremendously well. Because um, you're out of practice, love. It's all right. Yeah, so, as the, the Wednesday, the 22nd of April dawns, you are approaching the ancient port of Mombasa, um, you see the old uh, Portuguese fort um, uh, on the... Uh, Mombasa's built on a, a, a large sort of uh, island just off the coast of Africa, and there's a, a, a rail and road bridge uh, connecting it to the mainland. And you see the large Portuguese fort of... Um, it's, it's got very distinct, it's got sort of angular walls and looks a bit like a, a, a diamond that's been stood on by an angry giant... Um, that's a terrible description. But that's anyway, an awful description. I mean, everybody I says that, it. though, don't they? <laughs> um, uh, I can't remember the. Uh, but it's it's very. Good. If you go to Mombasa, you should go there. I've been there myself. Um, it's um, oh, Fort Jesus. Uh, for, yes, that's the one. Yes, um, a, a, a relic of the old um, Portuguese age when they. Uh, uh, basically, when they couldn't get any further until they'd settle in Mombasa instead, until they all died of smallpox. It's a it's a weird mishmash of lots of different architectural styles uh, because you have the Portuguese, you have the old African, you have um, a lot of the Arabic influence from Zanzibar, and then you have Zanzibar, the British colonial best name in the world for a place though, isn't it? Zanzibar. <laughs> <laughs> It's, really, it's, it's invigorating just to say it, um, and then you have the colonial colonial influence as well. And Mombasa was the capital of Kenya for a while until everyone realised it was really flipping hot and muggy, and they moved to Nairobi <laughs> instead. Um, it is also the embarking point for the famous, semi-famous uh, railway, which goes straight to Uganda um, across the centre of Kenya, mm-hmm. where you will. Probably want to embark relatively soon. But in the meantime, that's what Campion does. What are the rest of you doing? I believe that uh, Frankie is reading Africa's Dark Sects. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's uh, let's see. What do you learn by flipping through this tome? It's a, a small um, uh, pasteboard with marbled end plates, um, written in English by Nigel Blackwell during his travels across Africa and it's a, a sort of a weird mix of a, a kind of a travelogue and an expose of the cults he um, encountered or at least believed he encountered sensationalist eh it is that uh, it's, uh, it's, it's it's quite um, sensationalist in tone but it's interesting enough to read um, and it is in another page oh there we go yes Okay, um, all right. I am going to ask you to um, 
lose a d10 points of sanity for the horrors described by Nigel Blackwell and the realization of the things he talks about with One. the cult of the bloody team. Forget it, you're fine. <laughs> um, it disturbs you that the things you're talking about have been corroborated by your comrades and um, you gain four Cthulhu Mythos. Yay! I'm in double figures. Oh no, that's not a bad it's thing, not isn't a it? Yay! It's never a yay. <laughs> and you can make an intelligent roll um, by uh, intent intelligent <gasps> by three to see if you learn the create Simba spell. Isn't he a liar? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, it's actually like, 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 You alright, Mark? Uh, yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> um, that would, that would be a zero two. Oh, oh dear. Well, lucky you. There is yeah. some kind of description here on how to make something a rather. You're not quite sure what it is. I will tell you <laughs> what you learn to do. Um, you learn, in fact, Ooh, not the Pharaoh's breath. Cool. Terrible. Um, uh, oh, no, not that one. That's much nicer. Um, <laughs> this is a, a charm that has been developed by the Kikuyu sorcerers of Kenya, a tribe based sort of around Nairobi. This spell creates, so the spell describes, an undead servant. Um, a person chosen to become a, a Chiimba must die by ritual mutilation. The uh, the priest then chants over the remains of the body from the moment life leaves until it reanimates about 20 hours later. The Chiyimba okay. will perform mundane and simple tasks such as guard this, fetch that, suck that, or kill them. Sorry? The Chiyimba created sorry, in this manner continues to rot after it has risen, so the pi- priest must periodically mutilate new enemies create more undead servants. That's not a good thing, is it? Yeah, keep it in the A a very useful spell you've learned there, Frankie. Yeah, that's really useful. Surely. Meanwhile, we have... There's a little note note you've written underneath it on the handout you gave us. Yes. Learning about Blackwell witnessing the summoning of the bloody tongue. Yes, an immense creature taller than the pyramids with a tongue that raised up to the stars in the shadow of the mountain of the Black Wind. Now, he's in 1916. Not, in 1916, um, nearly 10 years ago. He's not very specific where the mountain of Black, the Black Wind is, but it's somewhere... Isn't that where the Carlisle expedition were going? Uh, it, the mountain of the Black Wind has been mentioned um, in some of the notes you just read. Uh, mm. Uh, the, there was a, a priestess who was part of the Bounce in the Black Wind. Um, John Stone Kenyatta talked about this um, uh. to um, uh, Jackson Elias. And I don't think we confirmed that they were definitely going there. But no, there's, there's no suggestion that there hasn't been anything directly linking the Carlisle expedition with the Bounce in the Black Wind. They died somewhere in the Aberdare forest. Oh, okay. Um, but the Mountain of the Black Wind is... Wasn't that reasonably close by, though? Was, was it not near... Was, I'm sorry, was there not some reference to the natives? They thought and... the cult of the Bloody Tongue was involved, and the cult of the yeah. Bloody Tongue 
headquarters in Kenya is supposed to be the Mountain of the Black Wind, which again right. you've discovered a reference to here. You try, I mean, because you're looking at particular, you try and cross it. All you can get is that it's somewhere in the interior of what is now what was very recently British East Africa is now the Kenyan colony. Okay, okay so uh, note set two. Um, I just went to the massacre site specifically, and there is a mention of the god of the Black Wind, whose home is the nearby mountain top. So we've, we've yeah. got we've got a starting search point. There is a there is yeah. a okay. So we've got a, a loose link, but yeah. certainly there's a lot of things um, talking about the mountain, the Black Wind. They haven't pinned down a precise location. Uh, meanwhile, um, Larry is reading the selections of the Livre Divon. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, as I say, a a French uh, letter. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't, couldn't resist oh. it. Oh dear, it's it's actually. Does a it have a spell of protection? <laughs> <laughs> um, so this was supposedly copied uh, by Mister Dunor, Monsieur Dunor, from an earlier Greek manuscript, um, and it talks about. Uh, Atlantis and the Atlantean subject. It seems to be some kind of spell book. Okay, and... Of course, you don't believe any of that. I'm going to lose 2d4 points of sanity. You didn't believe any of that. Well, I mean, we could do a delayed thing where that only... You only lose that when you realise the mythos is real. Nah, Uh, that's a lot of bookkeeping. It it does, doesn't it? Um, We'll just say this is a delayed effect. It doesn't necessarily happen right now. Uh, Just the seven. Seven sanity loss. And so it begins. You gain... 8% Cthulhu mythos. Mm. And then throw yourself to the crocodiles immediately. <laughs> you are the first of the group to have. Oh, have you? What's your French skill, Larry? Uh, Thirty-six. Uh, yeah, that's enough to read it. Uh, given a time, uh, you don't need to roll that. Um, okay, let's have some. I actually pass anyway. I get zero six on the regardless. Okay, there easy, are easy. a number. This is a spell book. There are a number of different. Um, Incantations described therein, um, all of which you roll int times three. Over. That's worrying so high. <laughs> there is a. Um, it is a bit, isn't it? There's an incantation said, "Call, dismiss the blind lord of chaos." Dubiously uh, generous, I would say. Yes. I need, I need to get. Well, this is a spell. Though. Is it call or dismiss, or call oh, and dismiss? Zero five. Oh. Yeah, that, that's easy. I've got that one down. All right, you have learned a spell uh, <laughs> described as call, dismiss the blind lord of chaos. It, it's either um, call or dismiss. You're not really sure which. <laughs> Let me just get my. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's just. I remember code. the um, the time our group had um, summon and bind dole. Except summon and bind turned out to be two different spells. They only had summon. Mm-hmm. They also didn't know what a doll was. they found out. Yes. Yes, it was like a, a sort of reenactment of Dune. Like an underground train, only less friendly. And not underground. Mm. Uh, okay, what's next? <laughs> um, wow. He's keen. He's keen. 
That's um, okay. What uh, there are, there are a few different ways to to cast that spell, but um, you get the impression that calling such an entity would be probably foolish. This is a idiot star creature, which has the potential to destroy the entire planet. It's called Blind Dawn of Chaos. I mean, that doesn't seem like a terribly useful sort of thing to call. The spell must be cast outside at night. It's just going to say it'd be handy in a room, wouldn't it? If you cast it inside, it will rapidly become outside. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I wouldn't recommend casting corner. Huge cosmic power! Um, I think as a last resort, or as a threat... Let's if have you a start number. the incantation and somebody recognises that you actually know it well, <laughs> um, it will cost it will cost them um, two whole days to cast, um, and uh, it will affect um, your mental health somewhat for doing it. Um, but that probably won't bother you as your corporeal form won't be around too much longer if you actually successfully cast the spell. Um, okay, you know, swings and roundabouts. Uh, Thirty. That's a success. Uh, you have also learned how to contact the formless spawn of Zofakwa. Um, the He's currently form- a columnist for the Times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, these are... Um, let me see if I can give you some idea of these things. That you, I mean, you're take, entering this in a very light-hearted manner. Um, <laughs> really? There's a whole bunch of... Uh, uh, some sort of... It's conjuration some, or some such. Some kind of liquid mm-hmm. being, um, a formless spawn, if you like. Um, the it's best place to cast this spell is a temple to a deity known as Sathogwa, um, uh, or at a spot near the opening into the black abyss of Nkai, which apparently is somewhere in Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Oklahoma. Yeah. Sounds a lot like Oklahoma. No. And uh, if you do that, you can have a chat with these liquid beings, if you like. Ooh. There you go. Terribly interesting. Let's have another int roll. That's an 11. Uh, bloody hell, you're doing all right, aren't you? Um, you have learned how to uh, contact Zofankwa uh, himself, which is the deity which controls the uh, black uh, slimy things. Okay. All right. Uh, that is a that's a fail. All right. You there's something about contacting the Lord of the Wastes, but you can't quite figure it out. Anymore? Yeah. Keep going. It's a spell book. Uh, Seventy-two. I don't think. No. In times three. Something there. Okay. Something about um. Uh, something more about the Lord of Chaos, but you miss it. Uh, 43, yes. You learn how to create the barrier of Nactith. Mm. Um, so this is a physical and magical defense. Um, it casts a, it t- takes a minute to cast and you create a spherical barrier, uh, a hundred yards in shape. Um, you oh. can, Direct it around the caster like a bubble. Yards. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you can away. encompass a monster or enemy. Um, any creature bisected oh. by the barrier is unlikely to be, uh, is unharmed, but pushed outside the barrier. 
And how long does this thing last? It lasts for uh, five hours-ish, roughly. A D4 plus four hours in game terms. Um, Not bad. Yeah, it protects against harm. Um, Anything that goes through there physically or mentally will be greatly weakened to get through on the other side. No yeah, that's a handy one to know. Uh, There's a couple more here. 25. You uh, have learned, uh, as Eddie did, how to create the mm, fog of misdirection. Fog of misdirection? And the last one is uh, not going to be successful, sadly. Oh, okay. There's something about the wheel of mist. Um, which you uh, you can't quite understand. Okay. You're fine without that one. I'll sure. have a look at that one later. It's jolly interesting sort of thing. All right, this uh, creates um, fog of misdirection, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, mist of yeah. <laughs> from, from above, you hear the "For the love of God, don't just cast it on a whim." <laughs> create. Oh, here we go. Yes. Um, it causes a dense mist. It, um, it, the casting time is instant. Um, it will cause you some drainage. It's fine. Um, uh, it causes a dense mist to appear in an egg-shaped volume directly in front of the character. Um, the spell obscures vision Pointy end towards for enemy. several minutes and then evaporates without trace. Huh. There you go. No this, magic missile. Uh, no, there you go. Mm. Well, this is the sort of thing those, uh, these, these, what, cult fellows of yours are uh, reading, is it? Uh, it, it certainly, it's food for thought. Uh, you're very welcome to try them, you know, just testing out a smell. You might as well try Call Azathoth. Give it a go. Yeah, just give it a go. Why not? Work, so no! Why would I do that? Um, in the meantime, we have um, James and mm. uh, anything that Robert's makes. Written. Yeah, so James will try and read anything that kind of looks like he could try and convert it into a film. Uh, <laughs> Narcotic manuscripts would make an epic. Are we talking a posthumous release? <laughs> Let's go for the Narcotic manuscripts, and then if if he can also if if, um, if he can borrow the that Africa book after Frankie. That would be really good. Yeah. Uh, what, what we want to do is you, you, you start uh, writing up the script for the film, then, then you realise you can, you can get this really great actor. Uh, <laughs> or maybe he isn't an actor. Now, this was a book you picked up in the Carlisle Mansion uh, Library. Um, and it's uh, based on a precursor volume called the Narcotica, written in Gleek. In, in Gleek. Um, in classical Gleek, um, <laughs> and contains stories of Atlantis, Jupiter, and Hyperborea. Um, One of these things is not like the others. It tells of a great race that lived long before mankind was born, um, that lives in the what is now the western desert of Australia. Um, the one that uh, Roger Carlyle had has got some scribbled footnotes. Um, on the existence of a city of the great race um, existing somewhere below the desert in Australia. 
Um, you lose, James, uh, a D8 points of sanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, is this my... It rolls high D8, or is it my roll low D8? It is my roll low D8. He loses two points of sanity. Um, you get uh, 7% Cthulhu Mythos. Ooh. I'm accelerating the times a little bit for the purpose of this campaign. Um, and but just trying to had, get the chaos. He now also. has seven Cthulhu Missiles. Oh, <laughs> James, uh, oh seen God. shit that will turn you white. Um, and then read about it in the book. <laughs> um, and and yeah. decides that the best thing to do is make a film so that more people can learn about it. Yeah, yeah definitely. And in by two for a couple of uh, inscriptions. One is called Contact the Winged One, and the other is called Contact the Mind of the Observer. Okay, so um, for the first one, I've rolled an eight. Oh, okay. You can uh, talk to elder things, these beings, uh, to cast the spell. Uh, Again, it takes an hour, um, but you can uh, put your kind of um, etheric uh, Tinder profile up to see if uh, a... uh, that's not quite how it's put in the book. Um, if one of these elder things can... So what uh, is this contact? Uh, contact winged one. These are the beings that lived uh, before mankind. And there's some suggestion that they may be responsible for the creation of mankind. Probably nonsense, of course. <laughs> what was the what was this book? What book uh, am I reading? The Narcotic Manuscripts. Um, and then there is another inscription about the contact, something called the mind of the observer. Oh, I've got that. I think. Do you know what it does? 64. Contact so mind of the observer. Yeah, there's a description in here. Yeah. I've, uh, no, I, I, I rolled 64, so... Oh, yeah. Frankie knows about it. Some beings which can project their minds forwards and backwards in time. Yeah. Something about that that you can discuss. I, I, can, t- I can explain it to him if that will help. Three results. It will It will help him understand where he's gone wrong, but it won't help him learn. Um, that's all you've got time for, really. You can have a flick through some uh, uh, African sex, um, but, uh, but not enough to um, get, uh, get your magic jollies as we okay. say. Um, meanwhile, uh, the, that leaves just rabbits foot. What are you doing on the, the couple of weeks downtime? I think I've read everything we've got in English and I'm determinedly not learning any other languages. Yes, exactly. You're, you're far too English <laughs> to attempt anything else. He loses his power if, if it's diluted by foreign, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Precious yeah. bodily fluids probably come into it somewhere. Um, <laughs> That's good. The, frankly, I don't uh, avoid women, Mandrake. I do, divide, I do deny them my yes. Oh, actually, um, I haven't got a description on contact mind of the observer. Oh, uh, not, there isn't one actually I'm written sure on This is going to be a lie. On the sheet. Uh, it's something to do with talking to beings that Can lived whole both before that. and after humanity and to whom time is no object. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm really more inclined to contact the editor of the Times, but you know, each to their own. 
that's that's really the uh, you'll have to kind of cast it to see. But I mean, these are all alien creatures. Yeah. Um, okay, and then I might pick up Amongst the Stones next, just because it's in English. All right, um, but, um, but not no. Oh, yeah, right, I, 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 I think the answer to what Rabbit's is up to is a nice, simple, relaxing. You know, drink a bit, chat a bit with people who are not trying to save the world. Yeah, one, okay, one, one could even call it a sanity restoring cruise, though. I don't suppose you'll be that generous. I oh, just give me a ton of sanity back. Come on, you can have a a tick in a social skill of your choice. How about that? Oh, fair enough. Um, that's 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 way. Unless it's intimidate. I mean, I'm not sure quite what you've been. Well, thinking I was thinking way. fast talk wouldn't really be ideal either, but I think persuade is reasonable. Yeah, all right. Yeah, you can have a tick in persuade. Oh. Oh, all right, the ineluctable steams into the uh, uh, at the port of the, the coral island of Mombasa. This this clash of various different civilizations. It really it's the twenty uh, second of April, the afternoon. It's very hot. Let's leave uh, quickly. Well, if you need me, you'll find me in bon- Mombasa in a barroom drinking gin. Well, there's plenty of those around. I mean, it, it is now a British colony. Basically, British laws completely apply. You are... What's the best customer. hotel in town? The best hotel in Mombasa is uh, called the Saucy Sioux. I can't remember. <laughs> um, I did look this up. This is the sort of thing I want to tell on the tip of my brain. Um, but unfortunately, I can't. Your brain is a tip. And, you, know, you know that a name like Raffles works, so just call it something else, like the Moriarty Arms. Or uh, um, I, know, I think I the act- Metropole is, is quite highly regarded. Um, act- well, yes, um, there is a... Goodness me, there is a... It's called, like, something very forgettable, clearly. Um, Shall I Google it? You've got to look it up on 1925 Google. Don't forget. Yeah, the Metropole. That's fine. There you go, the Metropole. It's going to bug me now. I'll email you later. We'll look into the Metropole while you're looking. Yeah, we'll get to the Metropole. Um, Okay, you were right. I mean, it is a... It's a place of chaos, disorder. Um, uh, The... Chaos? Uh, you go through the, the customs house, you're, you're checked in. Um, you are asked uh, for your, uh, by a fairly officious-looking young um, British man who clearly would rather be elsewhere. But is, is clearly, I mean, most of the clerks in Mombasa are uh, working their way to try and get somewhere else because it's, it's quite an unpleasant place. Where it's, it's really unpleasantly hot, even in um, early April. Um, but you're asked your official business for Kenya, how long you'll be staying, um, what weapons you'll be bringing in. Um, obviously, <laughs> uh, as far as I'm concerned, safari. These are these are my friends. So goody. That is uh, an extremely good uh, answer. Um, you do look like the type of people who will be going on safari. I want to find some of the local wildlife and murder it with vastly superior technology. Well, hopefully you get uh, the big five, sir. And they, they, a clearly brand well, well, the, new... The painter did back in his day, so... 
okay. Well, it's it's, it's of course it was a like, big six then, but um... yeah, yeah, but it was, <laughs> <laughs> they, the last one has all been killed. Um, which yeah, I so believe he was, he was elephant, a too successful. rhino, cheetah, buffalo, lion. Lion. There you go. The big five. Uh, if you're on like what about hippo, the little five. Is that a hippo? Do people mount hippo heads? I suppose they do. Um, I'm going to have to Google All in the... Uh, what was it's that club that um, it's, they were all it's, in? It's, it's probably not immediately pertinent. No, probably not, but I don't... Be, I mean, no, if you've got a hippo not, head, you, you've seen the shape of those things, the size of the... You can get it opened up, plumbed in, there's like a wash basin. <laughs> I bet the Bullingdon Club would mount them. Oh, I do apologise. It's leopard. <laughs> it's, not not it's leopard, not um, but uh, otherwise we were pretty close. All right, you're welcome to Africa. Wow. The the place feels oh, very wow. different. It feels there is definitely a melting pot to it. Um, Mombasa, like much of Kenya, is uh, divided. Not perhaps as much as the rest of Kenya because it's an older place, but it's divided into uh, the white areas, um, the Indian areas, who are effectively the middle class, and the black areas. Where, uh, and of course, um, you can. You probably slum it in the black areas if you like, and you'll be frowned upon, but you won't get in trouble. If you're black and came into the white areas, you'd get flogged and uh, potentially shot. Probably not shot, but certainly flogged and definitely uh, dispatched. But you okay. find the local hotel. That's really buggering me. Buggering it's is not buggering me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's either, it's either yeah. the Metropole or the Africa Hotel or... I don't know, the Queen's Hotel or something like that. You know, I looked it up in the um, uh, Masks of Neon Epithet Companion. Companion. Yeah, which, which does have details of it. And I can't find it now, which is very frustrating. Um, but, right. yes. Waste okay. of money that was, then. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. It's um, the. God, it's going to be hilarious. Castle Hotel. The Castle. Right. Yeah. You couldn't remember. I told you it was forgettable, didn't I? Mm. Um, Fine. It is an old. Um, uh, well, oldish colonial hotel. Um, as you check in, you are met at the door by a Mr. Schwentowski, um, who comes out. He's a small, slightly greasy, um, non-Englishman. Englishman. He oh, is he is English. English. <laughs> Amazingly, Yes, Schwentowski. Um, but he assures you he's English, um, and assures you of his credentials. Um, uh, greetings, welcome. Uh, we're delighted to have you at this hotel, and a special welcome to you, my uh, gorgeous lady. He says, bowing in an extremely fawning way to oh, Rabbit's foot, no, to Frankie, <laughs> um, uh, taking her hand. <laughs> He's very, um, and very likely if, to find her knee coming up to his face as he bows. <laughs> um, and he gives you a kind of a slightly cool, disturbingly cool, considering how the weather is, um, and slightly too long kiss on the hand as he looks up to your eyes. Um, I'm honoured to have you all here tonight uh, as guests of the Castle Hotel. This guy's kind of fresh, isn't he? Is he fresh, though? I'm actually he wondering does, if he he's a little... <laughs> He doesn't look uh, Fra- Frankie, if no. he glances over to Rabbit's foot, will see a raised eyebrow which could be decoded approximately as, shall I buy this place and fire him for you? <laughs> <laughs> Not worth it. Are you here for uh, a safari, uh, madam? He's, he's kind of ignoring everyone else now, just looking at Frankie. To the point where it's a little bit awkward. Maybe. She's a female impersonator. 
what was uh, what was that, uh, sir? I don't ever touch my headphones because we have plenty of those in those. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, I will show you to uh, all your rooms, of course. Um, Madame, if you'll permit me, I offer you the bridal suite. It's no, it's empty. fine. I'm not marrying any of these men. <laughs> you have such a sense of humour. Oh, it's delightful. Thank you. It feels a bit cool sometimes, but all right. Yeah, it does, um, doesn't it? <laughs> Um, he uh, leads you up to the uh, the most opulent suite um, in the castle hotel. You're also show, you're, the rest of you are shown. Uh, do you want individual? How are you? How do you want to do it? We kind of want what we had in Egypt, I suppose. In the fact that we had it's a large suite, shepherds. there isn't a huge suite to have enough of you, but you can all be on the same floor. Could we have the floor? Fine. Yeah. Do, do any of the fine. rooms have connecting doors? Yeah, some of them do, yeah. Lock yeah. that. Well, <laughs> can, can we just take a floor? Yes, well, you can afford a floor, for sure. Um, the the, uh, the British pound is the currency here, and the British aristocracy are the um, uh, also the currency. <laughs> so um, are, well, yeah. let, let's face it, most How things that you give them a pound rabbit, and the change is such they give you a pound your, back. Yeah, what is your proper name? Michael Baron Chumley of, of uh, what was it, Stockbridge. I will introduce you. I will introduce you to the manager as with your full title and everything, and say, please just deal with my my good friend here. Well, um, I'd be delighted if you joined me for for dinner tonight. And does he recognise me? All, all of you, of course. Um, let's have a credit rating roll, James. <laughs> course where he hasn't got a bloody clue why I am. Because I probably have the oh. wor- one of the worst credit ratings going. Uh, twenty, Yeah, 26 you out of 70. So yeah. uh, Cammy oh, is yeah, very that's... much hoping no one recognises him. Um, Larry, <laughs> he's not, I'm afraid he's not a book reader, Larry, so <laughs> there's no way. Um, even if he was, he probably I don't would. have that much credit rating myself. Uh, Mr. We were working for Jenna Kensington after all. Mm. May I have the pleasure of addressing Mr. James Chatterton? Well, yes. Goodness me! You must, um, uh, you must all uh, 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 come tonight <laughs> to my um, uh, uh, dining table. Uh, I, I, I'll bring the finest film, uh, Madame. You should be seated on my left, uh, Mr. Chatton. If you could regale me of the stories of the the famous actresses you have met, I would be, uh, yes. I would be most grateful. That's very kind. We don't generally eat with the staff, I must say. Um. <laughs> I try really hard not to laugh. I am. I don't. I am the owner of the hotel, Mr. Richardson. Mr. Richardson. And I can. uh, I don't. I've got some administrative tasks I need to be dealing with. Stomps off. Yeah, it's very good. Oh, okay. That was an excellent. That was a brilliant line. Well done. All right, new hotel. <laughs> He's only going to murder us in our beds, otherwise. And so, no, that's why I so would I. <laughs> um, so do, do you stay in the castle, or are you moving out? We haven't got time to build another one, rabbit's foot. No. Oh, very well, very well. I shall spend some money about it. 
Um, okay, well, the following day, there isn't a lot. Can I take a few photos of the hotel, of the city, of the... Basically, I just want sort of to get some idea of... Some scene. Yeah, see, see. Um, Let's have a, a photography roll. You're rubbish at this, as I remember. Uh, I've got 39. I'm actually... Okay. I'm, I'm okay-ish. You're better than uh, me at photography. However, oh, rolling yeah. a, however, rolling 82, I feel, is not great. These bloody lens caps. Well, no, um, I... I, I <laughs> the lights, how about the lights just not... How about we probably say, actually, the film is sweaty? Yeah, you're not, you're not <sighs> yeah. used to this environment. What yet. you have to remember with these types of cameras is when you've set the tripod up on the camera, the hood that you put over goes over you. It doesn't <laughs> go forwards. Um, you try. I mean, there is it's a there is something about Africa, and there is something about sub-Saharan Africa that that feels different. The air feels. I mean, I'm just hot and sweaty like a giant's ballsack. Um, but sorry, I, I mean, <laughs> I've ruined the point that I was trying to make. So um, yeah, you did. Um, yeah, you did. <laughs> I was about to say, there is something different about it. Um, this is why I look forward to sort of, you know, your descriptions of, say, Cthulhu as he rises up to see that kind of thing. It's great, Nick, because you have got, like, 65% the soul of a poet. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the other 35. And when he next needs some money for June, you'll be able to buy the rest. Yeah, the problem is he goes from poet to pervert, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, the rest of it is very much a fifth former, I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but there is the 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 smells, the sight, the the even the colour, just the colours are very so varied. The flowers, the 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 noise. You are in ornithologist heaven, Larry. There are um, a variety of different birds here, which I won't go into. I know all the birds in Mombasa, but you do, of course. Um, oh, and goodness. you are, um, are. Are you a sketcher? Are you a? Are, do you paint your? Oh, how do you, how do you uh, remember your twitching yeah, experience? A little bit of sketching, you know. I tend to order them grilled myself. Yeah. So you're, I mean, these are. Have you been to Africa before, Larry? Uh, bits of, but it's very large. Well, well, the east coast of Africa. It's uh, there is uh, the very, you are very excited about seeing the interior. Um, uh, not of yourself, I'm sure that won't happen, but no. of the interior of Africa, which is uh, very exciting. Now, you are on the cusp, uh, all of you, on of the the Great Uganda Railway, um, which leads deep into the interior, which um, was, uh, was built um, on, on the backs of many dead um, Africans. Um, now, Rabbit's Foot has some connection here because his father was involved in the construction some 30 years ago. In, involved in the sense of selling things at, at great markup and occasional fraud to the people doing the actual work. Uh, basically, profited greatly from the, uh, the labour of others. Um, and the trip to Nairobi um, from Uganda, if that's where you want to head, but that's uh, basically the, the capital of Kenya. And most of the places that uh, were discussed by Jackson Elias are in Kenya. Um, it took r about five years to build. Nairobi was established when they, basically they were not having a great time. They found a waterhole and thought, let's build a city here, let's just stop, um, which is where Nairobi um, came to being. Nairobi is much higher 
uh, and consequently much more pleasant. It's much cooler. Let's it's let's move to Nairobi quickly. Also, it is the administrative centre, isn't it? So it is. It's the uh, yeah. uh, the capital, effectively. Also, now, and is, is it where um, Miss Carlyle went? Yes, after yes, she, she yeah. went to Nairobi. Uh, after Mombasa, everyone starts in Mombasa. Um, Judging by those clippings, uh, that's also where the um, investigation and trial, both in quotation marks, were held. Mm. Now, as you're... Anything particularly you want to do in Mombasa, or you're just heading... Yes, visit visit the local gunsmith and pick up a decent hold on hold. Purely for various (laughs) amenities. That that genuinely is no trouble. You can certainly do it. I mean, everyone comes to uh, Kenya for safari. Um, and safari in this uh, era means killing things and bringing them back with you. Uh, let's have a spot hidden roll for, well, basically everyone. You're all out and about in Mombasa today, but it has to be, uh, it's not a success unless it is a fifth of your skill. Sorry to tell you. What? It's an extreme success. It needs to be an impale. Um. No, then. What, what's a fifth of 35, then? Seven. I'm, I'm sorry, who said nine... that? Wow. Okay, I'm feeling... I rolled 28, so no. <laughs> I'm, feeling, I'm feeling that 96 is probably not it. No. If, if that were hello, a fifth Bert, of your spot hello, hidden, uh, you, you would be completely distracted by perceiving we'll everything. Oh. So. Yeah, we all failed. Oh, perfect. Okay, that's what I like to hear. Okay, you... Um, uh, you basically um, you get to the after a few diversions for guns, um, birds, bird shops. Just whatever. and just in general, the local, you know, just there's just local shops and yeah, things yeah. and it's culture. Actually, and I'm going to take some more photos and still not do great. Sixty. Okay, it's an interesting melting pot, but I guess the overwhelming feeling is of sweaty colonials, non-bassa. Let's pick up some maps and guidebooks. Oh yes, of course, yeah. I mean, uh, there's no kind of. Is comp- there? Is is there a kind of place where travelling colonials gather in Mombasa? Yeah, most places like the Castle Hotel, and uh, there isn't anywhere quite like Uzbekia Gardens in Cairo, but mm-hmm. there are, there's, there's like the Colonial Quarter, the British Quarter, there's the Arab Quarter, there's the uh, the, the Black Quarter, um, so there are places where people travel, um, and I suppose if you go there and spend a bit of time there... Um, uh, the news is of recent black uprisings, I mean, it, it's only been... Okay. Kenyan colony for four or five years at this point. There's there are um, discussions about. Um, I mean, the blacks are, are all. The British have a, a delightful tactic of um, uh, making everyone pay tax in British pounds, which, when you're in a barter economy, economy means that you basically yeah. have to work for someone who pays you in British yeah, pounds. Yeah, British pounds. Yeah. Yeah, um, and uh, and those who don't do it become indentured servants. So it, it's basically a way of enslaving the population without having slaves. Because um, slavery is bad. Go, go away, please. Go right. away. We, no uh, slaves here. We got rid of slavery. Oh, gosh. 
on a technicality, really, didn't we? I mean, it was. <laughs> <laughs> but then we could be borrowing really superior to everyone else, which is uh, delightful of us. Um, uh, the Carlisle expedition, if you mention it, is of interest, but no one, they only passed through here very quickly uh, on their way to Nairobi. Most people passed through mm. Mombasa quite quickly. There isn't really much information at all. Um, there are, um, let's have a, a kind of a street rise roll or some kind of talking to colonial people roll. Uh, if you can give me a uh, one that would work for Faster. that. Yeah, or even... Um, no, that would be mean to give you a skill. Uh, yeah, I've got psychology. I've got, yeah. I've got psychology, I've got fast talk, I've got... Yeah, any one of those you want to roll. Let's yeah. have a go with fast talk. Oh, I get less made, than made it on fast half. Talk. Mm. I get yeah. less than half on my psychology roll. I scrape right. a pass on mine. Those of you who make it can tick whatever you roll. Yeah, I've um, got 21 on, uh, on Fast Talker. Either yeah, from as Campion is pretending he's someone else and also attempting to pickpocket someone. <laughs> um, but getting some information not. out of them. Sorry, is that below Campion? But, um, <laughs> and uh, I'm not pretending to be anyone else. Wow, well, my, my laptop's finally rebooted. <laughs> Hooray! Three minutes to go. It's got, it's got the Toshiba logo on screen. Jesus Christ! So it's a pile she's of not sight. in it yet, but it is switched on. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a Toshiba leading innovation, apparently. So, if anyone wishes to offer <laughs> donations to purchase Tina a new laptop, <laughs> I, I bet it would make a nice Windows box. Oh, actually, my laptop's overheating too. It's got um, Windows on it. That's what it's been updating. Yeah. So, 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 what you need is Linux. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably. Um, actually, yeah. Let's the Linux. Um, so, <laughs> just make it a Chromebook. What you all hear from various different sources, and it's interesting when you talk about convene. Um, Sorry, I've just, I, I have to chip in here. Max of Neil at Hotep. As you are. Very nice. <laughs> oh Jesus, it's still truth. configuring. It's still anyway. preparing to configure Windows. Oh my god. Can I, no, can I give you some information? Yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> What you all learn is that the Mombasa being the main kind of entry port um, and otherwise not of a huge interest to many travellers has had a bit of a, an influx recently um, of people. Um, from where? From all flipping over, from India, from Australia, from China. Um, from Egypt. And from where Egypt. are they heading to? And where are they all going? Well, on the railway, all heading into the centre of Kenya. It's a, it's uh, like, <laughs> some people talk about it a bit like um, some of those who remember the gold rush. Gold they would rush. have to be really very old when they was 1840s. Um, <laughs> but it, there is a similar feel. I mean, there were less <laughs> gold rushes later. Um, uh, there is a similar feel to it, except they, for the most part, not. Um, uh, American or English. Um, um, so it's not, there's not a sense that people on a sort of religious pilgrimage or calling, something like that. More people out to sort of actually, find as treasure. You, or... If you're asking in that sort of way, yes, it is a more a sort um, of a spiritual thing, is it? It seems so. Again, these people aren't talking, they don't spend. Uh, but they're also not buying, you know, mining equipment or anything. They're um, 
No, they're More passing the through. They're already, oh, and they are uh, religious. Yeah, some kind of pilgrimage, maybe. Mm. You may have uh, nailed the uh, monkey to the tree there with uh, with that analogy. Um, uh, yeah, some kind of. It it just seems that no one can quite remember as many people. Uh, sure, of you know when the British all uh, <laughs> turned up. Um, but we stayed. Well, they were civilizing influence, weren't we? Of course. Um, there's something going on in the interior. <coughs> yes, I've been feeling that for a couple of days. But... <laughs> you thought oh, it was something you'd eaten. Should have stuck to yeah, the gym, right. really. Mm. <laughs> um, and with that, as you board the train, uh, the Ugandan railway, uh, all towards Nairobi. Um, now, the Ugandan, well, we, uh, I'll just give you a brief description before we end. This is, of course, um, split into three classes. Um, the, uh, the the whites go right at the back because they're furthest away from the smelly, noisy engine at the front. Um, the Indians tend to go um, in the middle. They get some seats. And then uh, basically the rest of the natives um, have to sit at the front on pallets, um, uh for the length of the, the journey. Cattle class. Uh, cattle class, basically. It takes... It's going to take you about 18 hours to climb out of the coastal belt of open forest. God, um, this is intolerable. Into the wide open plains of Africa. <laughs> um, Have you seen the gin that they're serving? <laughs> oh, we brought It brought me in. And if you're very lucky... <laughs> it's his um, family label. And it's not too hot and cloudy. You may even see Mount Kilimanjaro as you pass it on the south. Um, so rising like Olympus in. above the Serengeti. Now you can um, <laughs> you can sit in the main sort of dining car, or you can pick. You know, the, the whites have compartments. Uh, uh, you can pick your own compartment if you like. Um, what do you mean, pick one? We've booked one. You've booked one. Okay, so you have a compartment just to yourselves. Um, we do. As the train choo-choos its way through the open plains um, and up to Nairobi and your destiny. And um, we'll leave it there for tonight. You've got to wait for I think you mean night. destination, not destiny. Destination. Oh, well, yeah. No, I, right. I think he means destiny. Uh, for, for, for those of you playing along at home, this is, it's very important to note this is a metre gauge railway. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, that would be a problem if you then try and attempt to... Like Vera Lynn was always Russia. talking about, wasn't she? Um, uh, <laughs> and on that bombshell, sanity-blasting bombshell... <laughs> I mean, she was a reasonably attractive woman, I don't know if I'd say bombshell. <laughs> Enough of the quit. Lose a sanity point. Um, right. John's um, feeling a lot better, have you noticed? Yeah, yeah I, I can't keep up with it. I do rather love that the, um, the woman who runs the Whores of Your Twitter um, account, <laughs> if you go on a personal account, refers to herself as the blonde bomb site. <laughs> 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 I like it. Very good. Well, there we go. We got much more than I was expecting. I thought you'd just be funny about it. Oh, really? You thought we'd... Well, what, thought what we'd did we miss anything about? about? I thought we were fanning about. <laughs> Oh, we didn't miss anything, did we? Oh, yeah. well, we don't know. That's the trouble. You don't know if you've missed something, do you? No. We all failed sure a spot hidden. So. You're thoroughly prepared for what awaits you. The spot hidden were in Mombasa, though, weren't they? Not in no, you all failed the spot hidden. 
Some somebody or something yeah. is probably following us on the train. Oh, that seems very unlikely. You were incredibly discreet <laughs> in Cairo. No, we we were very well. unlikely that any cult members would have. Hello, I'm a film director. <laughs> <laughs> I'm massively rich. Pretending to be American, I mean, and you did oh, save boy. Jonah Kensington. Oh no, you didn't. know you gave zero fucks about him, and now he's dead. Or right. <laughs> hey, it's not my fault. I didn't exist. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, welcome. Thank to you Kenya. very much indeed. Yeah, thank you. Uh, a lot of work on this one. Thanks yeah. for that, Nick. I appreciate it. Yeah. You're so, yeah, I always enjoy a one-shot. So what are we going to do next week? Cheers, <laughs> <laughs> everyone. Uh, you're like uh, 500 pages in. Anyway, all right, what? good night. Yeah, you're on the second book, and it's a thin Crikey. book. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so you're all riding down his chair. See you all next week. <laughs> same, same back time, same back time. The captain, See I believe, you. is going down. Oh, the ship. Cheers. Bye. Sorry Bye. about the sound, Roger. Yeah. Bye, everyone.